When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is season one. It is episode 16. The Cubs have reached the all-star break, but Crowley and I, no breaks for us. We'll be here with you twice this week and twice all the way through the regular season and hopefully beyond. So Sunday, after the Cubs finally avoided a sweep, got a win against the Mets, sent them out of town. A couple of the Cubs are headed out to L.A. to play in the all-star game. We had the Major League Baseball draft, and the Cubs... We're selecting 7th overall, the highest they've been in quite some time. Everybody assumed they'd be going after a hitter. That's what all the all the different uh, pre-draft, all the mock drafts you saw had out there. But, Crowley, what did the Cubs, in fact, do with that 7th overall pick yesterday? Well, it was, like you said, absolute shock because it was believed that this was going to be the first draft where a pitcher would not be taken in the top 10. And instead, two pitchers were taken in the top 10, and one of them was by the Cub. Uh, Cade Horton from Oklahoma with the seventh pick. So it was, it was definitely shocking because, you know, we we, we had uh, Greg on from uh, I, North uh, Sidebound, uh, and he's a draft expert. I looked at tons of mock drafts, and everybody had the Cubs picking a couple different maybe shortstops, outfielders, etc. But they surprised people taking Cade Horton. Uh, Horton pitched for Oklahoma. He set a college World Series record with 13 Ks in the title game against Old Miss. He tops out at 98 miles per hour with the fastball. But one of the things that, has kind, of, that kind of intrigued him and, and kind of had him moving up the draft board the closer we got to the draft is he has an absolutely amazing slider. So he has a good makeup. Um, I actually have a friend that was one of his coaches. And, and just a lot of people are very high on this kid's makeup and some of the pitches that he has and pitching for Oklahoma and playing in the College World Series. Obviously, he's not afraid of the big stage. He's a very nice kid. And so you guys talked to his coach from Oklahoma today on the Mullion Haw Show, correct? Yep, yep. Really good interview with uh, with his Skip. That's name. His name is Skip also. Um, talked about what a great athlete he is. Talked about that slider quite a bit. Says that he believes, and of course it would be breaking news if he said something different, he believes that he could be a number one or a number two for a staff on the big league level. He's already had Tommy John, so hopefully that's not something you have to worry about as well. My biggest concern, Crowley, it kind of reminds me of the NCAA basketball tournament, right? A guy has an unbelievable run, takes a team like a double-digit seed maybe, and carries them into the Final Four. All of a sudden, he becomes a lottery pick, and he just is a bum 
in the NBA. So I'm hoping. Now again, I'm not. I'm trying to stay glass half full here. I am not saying that I think Cade Horton is going to be a bum. I just hope that it wasn't just he just rose up to that moment. I think without that performance against Notre Dame and Ole Miss. He is more like somebody that maybe the White Sox are getting later on in the draft than somebody the Cubs are getting that high in the draft. One thing you see, uh, you mentioned the athleticism of Cade Horton. Cade Horton played a lot of infield, too. Uh, yes, he was, she a, was a shortstop. Base, mm-hmm. Shortstop, and he played some third base. So he is a very athletic kid. I think the Cubs are trying to start to show that they seem to have figured out that, that Achilles heel, which was the lack of developing of pitching. And you're starting to see them whether it's Jordan Wicks, who was last year's uh, draft pick, whether you're talking about Max Bain, Cole Franklin, who we interviewed, you're start, Daniel Palencia, you're starting to see them develop more pitchers. And so I think that they believe there's something there, both with Kate Horton and their second-round pick, Jackson Fettis, out of IMG Academy of uh, Florida, that, that they can work with and, and develop. Again, remember from the interview we did last week, it takes a while. These, this is not basketball. This is not football. You may not hear about these kids for six or seven years and just kind of be like, you know, who knows. But let's let's see what happens with Kate Horton because he is a college. He came out of college, and so, you know, he's not a high school player. So he's a little bit more polished. Let's see where, he, where they put him next year if he uh, starts at maybe high A or even double A. Who knows? Yep, and by the time we get with you guys later on this week, we'll have the rest of the Cubs draft picks as the Major League Baseball draft is continuing as Crowley and I are recording this for you. We've reached the All-Star break. It is Monday, Crowley, so that means it's home run derby time. Little Cubs connection is Kyle Schwarber is the overall number one seed. I don't know if that's a little bit more bittersweet for Cubs fans or not. I know it stings myself a little bit. And in round one, Crowley, he is matched up with Albert Pujols, kind of uh, a commissioner deal, if you will. But I look at it as Cubs versus Cardinals, even though Kyle is not a Cub anymore. And I would just be thoroughly disappointed if Kyle doesn't absolutely dominate Albert Pujols tonight. Okay, this, to me, this is personal, and I'm going to tell you. First of all, I know I've gotten to meet Kyle Schwarber at different events at Club 400 and other places. He's one of the greatest guys you will ever meet. Uh, a friend of mine was his, uh, her, his ring bearer. She delivered the ring to him. I have a personal connection with Kyle, and I was so angry in 2018. And I know there's Cub fans out here that remember this. The All-Star game was in Washington, right? And it's Kyle Schwarber versus Bryce Harper, who at that time was playing for the Nationals. And Kyle Schwarber put on a show, right? And all of these players, they're all mic'd up when they're doing the home run derby. And Kyle Schwarber just rocks it. And you get to pick your pitcher. And so Bryce Harper picks his dad. Go Google Bryce Harper's dad. The guy's, I'm just going to say that uh, he, uh, he doesn't look like a naturally strong man to me. Uh, but he is a gigantic man. And Kyle Schwarber's way ahead, way ahead of Bryce Harper. And Bryce Harper's, the rule is of the all-star break is you can't throw a pitch until the last ball lands. And Bryce Harper knows he's not going to beat Schwarber. So he's yelling at his dad, just throw him, just throw him. And Bryce Harper wins the home run derby. Kyle Schwarber is robbed. And I am still angry about it to this day. And so to me, this is Kyle Schwarber revenge season. Kyle Schwarber is who I'm looking at to win this all-star home run derby. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I'll be cheering for him for sure. I'll be pulling for him. I agree with you. I believe I had a epic rant the morning after on the uh, Mully and Haw show after that happened. I was absolutely positively wound up as you were with the cheating Bryce Harper's him and his dad. So the other part, though, if Albert Pujols was to somehow pull this off, and I am not rooting for this, but I am rooting for a very interesting and a good story. On the other side of this, the Mariners, who have won, I believe, 14 games in a row as we reach the All-Star break, their young stud, Julio Rodriguez, he's the sixth seed. He's going up against former Dodger, now Ranger, Corey Seager in round one. On the other side of the bracket, Julio Rodriguez Crowley, I believe was months old, not years, months old when Albert Pujols made his Major League Baseball debut, and now they are sharing the stage in tonight's Home Run Derby. It's absolutely amazing. I, I like Rodriguez a lot. I think he, he's one of those guys that plays on the West Coast, so like people like you know us, we don't stay up that late to yeah, watch I'm not, him. I'm not familiar with it, other than knowing that the guy's a stud. I, I, I'll be honest, I have not seen, I get up at 2.30 in the morning, I have not seen the Mariners at all. I'm lucky to see a highlight of them on SportsCenter. I'm just telling you is that he's one of those guys that this may be his his debut, his big coming out party, because a lot of people are going to be surprised at how strong this kid is. Yeah, he's unbelievably strong. And, you know, underneath Kyle Schwarber and Albert Pujols, we've got uh, the $440 million isn't enough man, Juan Soto, taking on Jose Ramirez. Are you pulling for somebody in that one, four versus five, or do you have a pick to say who's going to go up against Kyle Schwarber, Crowley? Uh, this one, this one, I think is probably the toughest matchup of the of all of them. If I was to pick anybody, I'm I'm gonna go with Juan Soto, but it's not a confident pick. I'll say that. Yeah, I'm wondering how he is going to be going into this one with the 440 million and all those rumors, and now he's on the trade block, and you know that could go one way or the other. Either he is going to feel like he's got the weight of the world off his shoulders, the world is his oyster, or he's going to be. Super, super tight. Now, the maybe the premier matchup, and it might be like the winner of this whole thing in round one. They're probably going to wear each other out. But at the top, on the other side, we've got Pete Alonzo, two-time defending champ. Just was in Wrigley, did hit a home run in Wrigley over the last four games. And he's taking on Ronald Acuna Jr., who is the seventh seed from the Braves. And if you're looking for a little value, if you're into this kind of thing, you might want to invest in Acuna Jr. I believe he's seven to one. So he's not a top, he's not the bottom, he's kind of right in the middle there. That might be a really good price point. I'm not doubting that Acuna could definitely take it, but Alonzo has the home run derby down to a science. And so when I look at the top bracket, I have Schwarber versus Soto. And when I look at the bottom bracket, I have Rodriguez versus Alonzo. And, and if that's what happens, I, I, I love the home run derby, Dustin. It's one of always been one of my favorite events. And so I am so looking forward to this. And like I said, for me, Kyle Schwarber redemption season. 
Any, uh, do you know, Crowley, exactly who's calling this on the four-letter network? Are we going to get a back, 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 back? Is he, uh, is he coming home? Is he coming out of the uh, Hawaiian Islands and flying to the mainland? Is he involved tonight, do you know? I'm not positive because I know what I'm listening to, which is Jason Benetti doing the StatCast. So ah, I'm going to be listening okay. to Benetti doing the StatCast. And, and to me, that's much more enjoyable. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Very cool. So that's an alternative. I forgot that that was even, uh, you know, multi, multi different four letter network channels that we can, uh, that we can be checking into. Okay. Real quick, Crowley, we've got, uh, We've got two Cubs. We've got two White Sox. Even though this is the Fly the W podcast, um, we've got four Chicago baseball players involved in the game on Tuesday night. How do you see our Chicago guys doing in the All-Star game? I think they're going to do well. My, my, I'm really, uh, you know, we'll talk about this in the next episode, but Wilson Contreras, I don't know how much all the trade talk is finally getting to him. He's been slumping. But I know he's also super excited to be there with his brother, William. So I'm looking for Will, Wilson Contreras to have a nice outing. Yeah, obviously I'll be cheering for Wilson. Um, hopefully he'll be in there three innings maybe, tops, maybe maybe four at the most. Um, you know, Maybe Liam Hendricks will get to save the game for the uh, – for the, the American League, just hopefully not with like Ian Happ at the plate. I, I do always love when we get the, the Chicago versus Chicago in the All-Star game. It's not as special as it used to be, obviously, with the uh, the teams playing six times a year in the in the interleague matchups, but it is kind of cool when you get um, two teams from your city facing off in the All-Star game in a, in a batter-hitter situation. Absolutely. It'll be fun to watch. All right, so that's a wrap on episode 16. We called this one limping to the finish line. The Cubs have reached the all-star break. This is episode one. It is number 16, limping into the break. I'm Dustin Rhodes. We thank you for listening, Crowley. Tell everybody how to get in touch with us, and we'll talk to you later in the week. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook at Fly the W. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Fly the W670. And please email us anytime at Fly the W670 at gmail.com. All right, good job. Yep. Like I said, we're.